0: Episode number 49, Curiosity Can Shut Down Your Anxiety. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about all things anxiety related. I'm going to share a little bit of my own story in regards to anxiety and I'm going to give you ways you can apply curiosity to shut down your own anxiety. Let's get right to it. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic turned transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss I-can-do-it-all, or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week I will be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you, to look within, replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Heal Your Burnout podcast. And today, we are talking about anxiety and I decided to talk about anxiety because, one, I've struggled with anxiety my whole life. Two, I know that I'm not alone in that. I know that many people struggle with anxiety. But three, I've really been feeling it lately. And I just think there's so much going on. For me, whenever, I feel like whenever the seasons change, whenever my routine changes, that always, like, heightens my anxiety a little bit. And then when you put that on top of everything else going on in the world, I feel my anxiety a lot more recently. And whenever my self-care, you know, falls to the wayside, I'm guaranteed to have an uptick in my anxiety. And in preparation for this episode, I did put a poll on my Instagram story and asked all of you What is your your main trigger for anxiety? Or what is the number one thing that makes you anxious? And I heard so many common answers over and over again. I heard money, money in the future, worrying about saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, making an accident, letting other people down, what other people think of me, the death of a family member suddenly, untimely death of a family member, money, the future, Everything. Am I allowed to say everything? (laughs) So these are the common things that I heard over and over making a fool of myself, trying something new, changing up my routine. So you could see a lot of common things here. And I think a lot of them come down to what do other people think of me or like the unknown, the uncertainty. And I I could relate to all of those. Those are all things that I worried about. And I really can't decide when I had my first anxious thought or when I first started to experience anxiety, but for anyone who's experienced, you know what that feels like. It's, it's all-encompassing, and it really could hold you back from living a thriving life. And I look back at different times in my life where my anxiety wasn't well-managed when I was younger. And it, it really caused me to sabotage a lot of things for myself, like a lot of friendships, a lot of romantic relationships that I were in at the time. And I was really just always reacting to everything and reacting from a very anxious place. So I say that because if you are experiencing anxiety, before I get into the part of the episode where we talk about curiosity and ways to overcome I will say my anxiety used to be the number one thing that held me back, the number one thing that caused me to sabotage many things in my life, and I will say the best thing I ever did for myself, or I should say that my parents ever did for me, was um, getting help for it and reaching out for help. So if you are experiencing anxiety, reach out for help. There is no shame in going to a therapist, speaking to a psychologist, and it's one of the best gifts you could give to yourself. One of the best gifts for yourself and and the best gifts for yourself. So step one, reach out for help. And a nice tool to have in your toolbox when dealing with anxiety is also applying curiosity. So I know for me when when I'm stuck on a, a worry, whatever that worry is, like whether it's about the future, what someone else thinks of me, I know for me, like, safety of my family members is something that has been coming up for me a lot. And I'll sometimes randomly wake up in the middle of the night and think, oh, my God, something happened. Something happened, I just know. And for me, it's always, like, centered around my dad. I always think, oh, my God, something happened to my dad. It's, like, 4 in the morning, I know something bad happened. And it's just, like, this, this feeling of just if you would ask me in the moment when I'm experiencing it, I would be convinced like something seriously happened to him. But really, it's just my anxiety. So one of the best things you can do rather than getting caught up in the worry loop. So for me, let's use the example of, oh my God, something bad happened to my dad. The worry loop would be, like looking at my phone. Oh my God, did someone call me? Did someone text me? Should I call him? Should I make sure that he's okay? What can I do? Suddenly I'm like clinging for ways to control the situation. Or I'll start checking. You know, what was the last time he texted me? Do I think he made it home safe? Do I think he's home sleeping? What happens if he has a heart attack in his sleep or something? Now mind you, my dad is is in great health. There's no reason for me to have these worries it's just my anxiety telling me this. So rather than going down the worry loop, the first thing you could do is notice step one, whoa, I'm having an anxious moment. Whoa, I'm about to go down an anxiety spiral. And sometimes just simply noticing and going, whoa, it's happening, kind of brings you back to reality. And the reality is, you have no idea what's going on. So whether your worry is, what does someone else think of me? Did I say the wrong thing? Did this person, did I offend this person? Or did I make a mistake? The thing is, like you could only control yourself. So you have no idea. You have no idea what other people think about you. You have no idea what another person is doing or not doing. So going down that worry loop, is never going to serve you well. It's never going to make you feel better because the answers that you give yourself are never enough. And when you ultimately get to the answer, it's just going to reinforce that that worrying is the way to go. So for example, if you continue down a worry loop and then you finally reach your end answer. So oh my god, I'm worried about money, I'm worried, am I going to have enough of it? And you worry for like a two-week period until you're finally paid again and your bank account is replenished and then the worry cycle starts all over again because you teach your brain to think that same thought pattern again. So if you're worried, is my friend mad at me? And then they finally pick up the phone and answer your call and you say, are you mad at me? And they say no... Then you feel so much better. Like, just imagining myself in that situation, I could just feel the relief. And you know that feeling. Like, you went through a whole worry cycle, and finally, you have your answer. Like, everything is okay. You see the money in the bank account. Someone tells you they're not mad at you. Someone says you didn't act like a fool last night at the party. You feel so much better. But the problem is when we get that relief, it's temporary because we know it's only going to be a matter of time before it hits back again. You have that next worry. So the best thing you could do is don't even go down the the rabbit hole. Don't go down the loop. Notice, okay, stop. I'm about to go down a worry spiral. So for me, when I experience it, I can't think much beyond going, whoa, stop. Stop stop like I need to stop and I need to take some deep breaths so I usually take some deep inhales through the nose for three seconds hold at the top for three seconds exhale like you're blowing out a candle for three seconds so let's do three breaths together just like that take a nice big inhale through your nose for three two one hold at the top for three, two, one, exhale through your mouth. Four, three, two, one. Let's do that two more times. Big inhale through your nose. For three, two, one. Hold at the top. For three, two, one. Exhale through your mouth. For three, two, one. Last one. Big inhale. Three, two. One, hold, freeze, three, two, one, exhale, three, two, one. All right, so that type of breathing is called diaphragmic breathing, and it intentionally slows your body down. When you're all revved up, when you're anxious, it just grounds you and brings you down and physiologically slows you down. So once you're in that slower state, this is where applying curiosity could come in. So rather than running that same program that always runs, the spiral of worry, pause, breathe, and ask yourself more curious questions. Okay, where is that thought coming from? Where is it coming from? So when you're worried, is my friend mad at me? The thought is coming from, oh my God, I don't want my friend to be mad at me. When you're worried about a family member's safety, it's, oh my God, I don't want anything bad to happen to my family member. When you're worried about money, it's, oh my god, I don't want to starve and not have to live on the street. I want to make sure I have food and shelter or whatever that is for you. So there's always a root of the worry. So ask yourself, whoa, where is that coming from? What what am I really scared of here? Okay, well, what what is the story here that I'm selling myself? Because whenever you're feeling anxious, you're selling yourself a story. So Say, for me, when I worry about my dad, the story I'm selling myself is that my dad is in danger. If you're worried about, is your boss, does your boss think you're incompetent? The story you're selling yourself is that your boss thinks you're incompetent. And the next question to ask yourself, so what story am I selling myself? Question number two that I find really helpful is, is that true? And when you're anxious, your mind is going to say, yeah, it's true. And it's going to give you all the reasons why it's true. So the next question after that is, is it 100% true? And a sub-question of that is, are you acting like a fortune teller? Because at the end of the day, you cannot read someone else's mind. And you cannot see into the future. When I'm laying in my bed at 4 a.m. and worry that something bad happened to my family member, I have no idea other than that gut reaction and that anxiety I don't have a crystal ball, but anxiety is so powerful that it could give you even visuals and give you that gut reaction where you just have this inner feeling of, "Oh, this time I know. It's my gut reaction. I know." But I'm here to tell you that that's that's the lie that anxiety tells you. So by breathing, slowing it down and trusting, what do we know to be true? Anxiety is a liar. One of the most powerful quotes I ever heard was, worrying is worshiping the problem. And that clicked so strongly for me because I noticed that as soon as I started adapting these behaviors of pausing, breathing, asking those questions, what story am I selling myself? Is it true? Is it 100% true? And then the fourth question is, what do I know to be true, which is, that you're not you're not able to predict the future. You're not able to predict the future. You're not able to read someone else's mind. And ultimately, you are not that powerful. You are not God. You can't control everything around you. Like it would be so great if we could. And it would be so great if we always had that certainty, but we can't. And the more we could lean into this is what is really true. This, this is the story I'm selling myself, anxiety is a big lie, then the, the less we could worship the problem. Because the more we worry, the more worrying is going to happen. It's like a spiral. You worry once, you get relief, it comes back stronger. And when you're anxious, man, I've done crazy things when I was anxious. Like crazy things to get the certainty. And... The best thing you could do for yourself is is gain control of your anxiety. It's going to change your life. I know it certainly changed mine. Reach out for help. No shame in reaching out for help. And start asking yourself those four questions and apply curiosity. There's a doctor out of, I believe, Brown University named Dr. Brewer who really talked about how there's so much research to support curiosity, shutting down anxiety. And at the end of the day our brain is not is not hard wood it's plastic and it's meant to change so when you think of a thought pattern being like a track of mud tires like if you run a tractor tire through some some mud every thought that you you have goes through an individual track so when you think an anxious thought it reinforces that track and it gets really deep in the mud Deeper and deeper each time it goes. But when you think a new thought and when you run a new thought pattern, it creates a new track. And the more you could go on the new track of questioning the anxiety, of pausing and breathing, of applying curiosity, you could create a whole new neural pathway, which will win compared to the anxious pathway. And the more you can do that and the more practice you can give to that the less anxious you will feel. And I know pr- little practices like this, in addition to going to therapy, in addition to taking medication, has changed my life. It has allowed me to to master my anxiety or to better manage it, I should say. And that's not to say that there are still days where I feel anxious despite all of that work. And that's so human and so normal. But reaching out for help and and trying different patterns and really... Really mastering your self-care too. All of these things together could really be transformative and life-changing. So good luck. Good luck applying these steps. Let me know what you think. And I will see you in episode number 50. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review and help us spread the word about our show. I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connelly underscore. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light and I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.